had Dad come and visit last week, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Um, while while you were away in New York, have you bored any new holes in the house? Any, any <laughs> I new involuntary him. windows? <laughs> I kept him out of the house actually this time. Um, I kept him out of the house uh, because most of the work we did. Um, I feel I don't know. I was going to say I feel bad. I don't feel bad about it because he really seems very enthusiastic about this. But all my dad does when he comes up on quote unquote holiday to visit me is just work. What is it? What do you mean? Is it, I thought your dad was like a uh, was a, was a, was, a, was like an architect or something. Yeah, that's the thing. He comes up. He's like, no, mate, it's good. Good, get out of the chair. You know, not in front of the not in front of the bloody uh-huh. computer all day. He, like, but like, he just he just worked and worked and worked. Like physically is what I mean. Like all we did was work on the house. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant he, he's like he's like right. Where, where do I put my drawing table and my T square? <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, not quite. No, no, no. All we did was work on the house. We did very like like we did heavy manual labor, right, for a week basically. Um, and I felt a bit like bad and i was like you know we can take the day he's like oh, i'll get it done mate come on we've got to get it done like it's you know it's got to be done not going to do itself i was like oh, okay as long as, as long as you're fine with it but he, he apparently enjoyed it anyway did all sorts of stuff but the biggest thing down was, oh this was very fun this is very very exciting i went and bored because this is a thing you can just do as an adult right there's no one that can stop you i love those this. hacks i love those i love i love how when you become, when you gain that level of autonomy, I call it like ice cream for breakfasting, you know, and you're yeah, like, oh, I can yeah. do number one. And then yeah. you quickly learn the reasons you people don't do that all the time. Well, I, I, I'm trying to big this up a little bit, but I will admit there was a level of disappointment here because I went to Bunnings Warehouse, mm. right, where lowest prices at just the beginning. And I bought myself, Dennis, a chainsaw. Hold up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I want to park one moment. Bunnings Warehouse, where lowest prices are just the beginning. Yes. I assume that's their tagline. That's their tagline, yep. What is that? That's a little ominous, no? Where lowest prices are just the beginning. Also, well, I don't know if you heard it from the way that I said it, but that tagline does have an ellipsis at the end of it. It does have three dots, like a very threatening that's, three dots. That's yeah. ominous. Yeah. No, I think they're I think they're. It intended, depends. I think they're intended to get across the idea that, like, you know, Lowest prices are guaranteed. Like that's that's just where we start. On top of that, there's all these other things you're going to love about Bunnings. Um, I would say that Bunnings is a pretty, in terms of like large Australian mega corporations, it does have a pretty good reputation in Australia. People do like Bunnings. Um, it's a Woody. It's our. It's your Woodies. We have Woodies here. Yeah, it, they do very well. I, I I always enjoy like with Bunnings, they always have more staff on than they need, which is good. Uh, because there's always someone around to like help you with something and like mm-hmm. they're, they're very generous with their time like they'll spend ages talking you through stuff and if they don't know about a product they'll find one of their colleagues who does and like that i think they've just done very well in building that brand of like very helpful and knowledgeable people that work there um my topic this week is related to this and we'll get to woody's well i'll mention woody's later on but you know what the woody's tagline is i assume you don't no of course i do not no no it goes. It's a it's a jingle, like all good taglines are. Yeah. And it goes, Woody's, Woody's, Woody's. There's no better buy in DIY. There's no better buy in DIY. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a bit bit long. Yeah, I don't think it fits on the sign. <laughs> That's yeah. real, but but lowest prices are just the beginning. Also, pretty long. They managed to fit that one on the sign. That's fair. Uh, Bunnings is uh, often known for having a sawtooth roof. Right on its on its on its uh, on the top, like its profile is a sawtooth roof, uh, to the point that sometimes That's when cute. their factories don't have sawtooth roofs, they sometimes put like you know like a a, a a the cliche Western movie set where they have like fake veneers of buildings. Yeah, some Bunnings have like fake sawtooth roof 
profiles that have just been put on top of the roof to make it look like it's uh, it's got the like the, the Bunnings, the, the iconic shape of the Bunnings. Yeah. Anyway, go to Bunnings, chainsaw. buy a chainsaw, and I'm realizing now that you know I'm talking about how oh, I'm an adult. There's nothing I can do. I did have my dad there with me when I bought myself a chainsaw. So <laughs> he didn't have to. He didn't have to. I could. I could have done it without him. I, the fact that I didn't is irrelevant. But I could have done it without him had I wanted to. No, I bought a chainsaw, Dennis, because uh, we've talked uh, in the past in past episodes about the trees that have fallen over in my backyard, right? Mm-hmm. And so the these trees needed to be disposed of. They needed to be chopped up into manageable bite-sized pieces. Megan had done a lot of that, a lot of good with a handsaw, but there were like massive yeah. parts of trunk that needed to be, you know, cut apart with a chainsaw. And Dad and I just did that for most of the time he was up there. We went out to the backyard and we started on those two trees, then chopped down a couple of others that looked like they probably were going to come down just to be safe, you know, just just to be safe, Dennis. Um, and then chopped all of them into. Are you allowed bits. to do that, like um, council-wise? There is. Uh, I, f- I don't want to talk too much about it because, like, if I give too many details <laughs> about like the regulations on my property, I bet there's you know you could probably identify it. Um, but uh, yes, broadly speaking, you do need council approval for the removal of large trees. None of the trees we we're not arborists. Like none of the trees we removed were that big. Tree um, surgeons, yeah, yeah. We we just removed some. I wouldn't call them much more than like large saplings really that hadn't made it. And so uh, one, very interestingly, was propped between like the Y fork. You know Assassin's Creed 3, how you always like jump between the Y forks of, of trees? One of yeah. these trees that we wanted to kill was dead. It was 100% dead. I think it had been hit by another tree coming down, so it was just dead. But mm-hmm. um, we cut it off near its base and it fell up instead of falling down. Oh, yeah, I've seen that happen before, yeah like, yeah. like a seesaw. We cut it, and I was holding it, right, because I knew this was going to happen. And then when it went it, up, yeah. it went up a lot faster and a lot harder than I thought it would. <laughs> and, and so I just had a big seesaw in the, in my backyard for a while, but we got, we got down. We, got, we, we, t- we took care of it. But Dennis, I wonder if this is alarming to Americans that were like, uh, oh, Riley, did you check with the government if you were allowed to cut down these trees? They're probably like, what? Oh, tree law is no joke, even in the United States. There's a whole subreddit on tree law, right? Um, mm. but no, so the, the, the big, tr- big, the big trees we got rid of had already fallen because of the storm. And if the government have a problem with that, they're going to have to take that up with, you know, Thor, right. Or Zeus, like that mm. wasn't my fault. Um, and the smaller ones, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably giving myself too much credit by calling them trees. To be honest, they were very big sticks. Anyway. This sounds a lot like you suspiciously covering your tracks for cutting down trees that are bigger than you were supposed to, by the way. That's the tone of this conversation. I don't know how to bring it back into... Okay, well, I didn't do that, really, uh, because it would be extremely dangerous and they probably would have fallen on my house. Um, I would like to zoom in a little bit on you buying this chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, let's talk the about bunnies. that. Yeah, anything to distract the so, council, the Sunshine Coast, the Sunshine Coast yeah, City Council yeah, from my, my, some my, illegal, my here, exactly. tree removal. Yeah, go on. First of all, hmm. tagline incre- increasingly ominous. It, as the attendant, I assume, hands you the chainsaw, and you go, "Just you go, just the beginning, huh?" And you look down, you go, "Awful, awful vibes." Yeah. But how do you do? You swap to me, like, "Hello," or is there a cha- is there a section for chainsaws? Let yep. me tell you, I I assume the Woody has a section for chainsaws, but I've never seen it. It was just on a shelf, and I picked it up, and I walked to the counter, and I paid for it, and I walked out. Madness. Yeah. That, like chainsaws are a thing that I imagine to myself exists purely in in a weapon wheel in a video game. Yes, because you know I mean? that's the only context that you and I, as like soft-handed men who have never done an honest day's work in our lives, right? That's Correct. that's what the, that's their context. But no, I was I, I felt do you know the funny thing about chainsaws though? They're really small. 
right? Like when when mm. you think of a chainsaw, you're thinking of a chainsaw with a blade that's like a meter long or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The chainsaw I bought is thirty centimeters, right? It's like a foot, like a ruler. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're not. They're not. You want a big one that's going to cost you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, not maybe maybe thousands. You just don't use that sort of chainsaw. For like, how do you power, how do you power it? Because I know there are ones that run on like diesel, but uh, batteries. It doesn't, it batteries. A so I I yeah. bought a bunch of. Uh, I should be just saying all these brands now. Like it's been you know like Bunnings lowest price just the beginning. Now I'm going to plug Makita. So I bought into the Makita tool mm-hmm. ecosystem because they've got good lawnmowers. And so I have these rechargeable batteries that just plug into all the different tools. I love the idea that you had a chainsaw that runs on 185 AAA batteries. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like just... You go through them like you wouldn't believe. Um, no, it's For just... some reason, I expect a chainsaw to use a bunch of power, but it's just a bit of metal. No, it does. It does. I don't know it why. Does. I tell you, it does. So it uses, it uses like, so I have a lawnmower, a whippersnipper and the chainsaw. The whippersnipper only uses one battery. Um, the lawnmower uses two. And Again, whippersnipper sounds like you're talking like you're talking like it sounds like a six year old that lives in your house that you admonish by calling them a whippersnipper. You're like, get out there! Yeah, no, it's <laughs> a, the it's, it's a real thing. The whippersnipper. Um, it uh, yeah, it uses two, so it's a uh, it's a thirsty boy. The chainsaw it, it slugs down the juice like you wouldn't believe. Um, but it is a weird thing to own. It just sits in my garage now because I don't need it for anyone. I haven't I haven't needed to chainsaw murder anyone. There's not been a zombie outbreak just well, yet, so. That was what I, that's what I was going to ask. Is this the closest thing to a bona, full bona fide weapon you've ever owned? I guess. I've got a cr- Is it much I got, more I got, of a weapon than a, just like... A- I've got a cricket bat. Yeah, that's blunt, though. Is this much more of a weapon than like a big knife? I don't know. I would say that between cricket bat, big knife, and chainsaw, if there was an intruder in my home with murderous intent, I would pick the chainsaw last. Yeah, well, first of all, the batteries are going to be out. Yeah. So right off the gate, that's yeah, an awkward exactly. one. You're like, oh, you're going to get it. You yeah. plug in the little wall charger. The intimidation like, factor, now. maybe, but yeah, yeah. The intimidation factor is only there if it's running, by the way. Otherwise, it's just a big hunk of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could hit him with it. It's pretty heavy. Like, you could bonk him on the head with it, but that's not that's not going to do too much, no. You use a frying pan for that and make a more satisfying noise. Exactly. I don't think that's necessarily you get a you bit more out of that, for. at least, with the, with the frying pan, yeah. Um, But you know, can, can I tell you, before we move on to the triumphant part of the story, can I tell you that the the sad part, right? Mm-hmm. We got home and mm-hmm. dad set it up because he likes doing that sort of stuff. And I was just like, I- I'm just going to let him do it because he was more excited to like put the chain on and grease it and do all that sort of stuff than I was. So Absolutely. I was like, I'll just let you do it because you also, you'll do a better job. So he did that and he started doing it. And I was watching him like, oh, I'd like to go this. So, so I, I, you know, can I chop the next log? He's like, yep, hands it over. I cut the log into a section, right, to carry out to the trailer. And then I handed it back to him. I was like, okay, thanks. And it was just so disappointing to have mm. that fun and then be like, that was enough of that fun. And then go to back to manual labor because my dad was better at cutting the logs than I was. So I let him do it. Like... Does any part of you motivate you to get better at cutting the logs? No, I just, no, not at all. Like, Dad just was much more efficient at it. He was better at it. Like, uh, it, it just, and it was so disappointing because as a kid, getting to play with a chainsaw would have been the most incredible thing in the world. But now at the age of 34, of I'm course. like, yeah, it's a chainsaw, yeah, I've got it. It's mine. I can use it whenever I want. No, no, I don't. mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play to your, you gotta play to your strengths, right? You gotta mm. let your dad do the chainsawing and you stand to the side and commentate him doing the chainsawing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Just, you make the I didn't do it. Can I tell you, I, I, we're, now we're gonna come to the triumphant part of it right we can move past the tragic part of it very quickly it was a great tragedy that i did, wasn't more excited to have a go on the chainsaw um mm. but that's just the way that it went no i actually did most of the the lifting of heavy stuff um maybe this is a bit too sad and a bit too real to put in the podcast it was the first time in my life 
that I talked about miscarriages done. on this podcast. I think you're fine, bro. It was. This is definitely not as bad as that. It was the first time I, not, I, yeah. life that I noticed that my dad was like not. Uh, how do I put it? He kept like stopping to like sit down and yeah, rest. Yeah, he was old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like sixty-five. Yeah, and it was. It it hit yeah. me. It really did. Because dad has always been strong I totally and fit get that. and he's always been like, and, and like I did most of the carrying and the lifting of heavy stuff. And I'm not hugely fit or strong or anything, as we'll come to. I want to talk about that. But we both carry a log down to the trailer, chuck it in, and then he would need to sit down. And I would do one and then we'd both do one. Like it just, yeah, it 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 got me a little bit, you know, because I don't know. There, there was just, yeah, your dad is this near invincible being when you're a kid. And now I just saw him as like. Absolutely. It's hard to see him as an old man because he's not. He's my dad, but he is sort of turning. He's not. That happened he's, to my dad he, too. He's in pretty good shape for a sixty-five-year-old. But it still, happened yeah, to my on. dad without me. He he said he was um he was like fixing the the door handle on one of the doors in the house. So he was just like down on his knees, you know, like mm. doing it. Mm. And they like screw, screwing it in or unscrewing. And he stood up and he was like, "Whew, I'm out of breath." And he was like, "Why?" Yeah, I didn't do it. Why? Yeah. What, what, what? I was just kneeling, and he was like, yeah. "Oh no!" Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My dad would, would carry it's one scary. log and then sit down for like 10 minutes. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So I got yep. in most, most of the branches. Anyway, I don't like, I don't care for manual labor at all. Um, I did it and I shifted a lot of garden waste. A lot of it uh, was, you know, tree logs. Uh, but we we did prune back a fair bit of like hedges and bushes. And so there was, there was leaves and bracken and other stuff like that. Um, didn't care for it at all and didn't make a secret of that to dad. And he said to me, bet you're glad you did well at school now, aren't you? And I was like... <laughs> yes i am yes i am because there's not look there's nothing wrong with manual labor at, at all if you can hack it if you if you're tough and strong enough for it like you can earn good money in 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 the trades you can earn really good money doing trades when you absolutely exactly right and and I, i'm certainly not trying to disparage anyone who's who's in the on the trades right but i couldn't do it man i co- absolutely couldn't do it I, I got annoyed with having to carry heavy stuff it annoyed like i was mainly fueled by anger doing this and a little bit of sadness at your aging father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was it as well. Yeah. Anyway, here's what I wanted to come to, Dennis. Here's what I wanted to talk to you about. So, Dad brought up his Ute. Got a big, big Ute, right? Uh, the ten dollar Ute. I What's think a Ute? A Ute, a utility vehicle. Uh, what an American would call a truck. Uh, got a, a flatbed in the back. Okay. And a cab at the front. Yeah. Huge, huge flatbed on it. Flatbed on the back. Yeah, go on. Sorry. I can't believe you expected me to know what a ute was. Because first of all, when you said ute, I imagined Y-U-T-E. And I was like, is this some sort of farming, like a yoke? Is this yeah. like a farming tool I'm not familiar yeah, Dad put, with? Dad put the ute and on I'm me like, and I dragged it all the way to the tip. No. You were like, right. He's like, Riley, listen, man, I, I, I'm getting on in years. I can't carry these logs anymore. <laughs> this son and carry yeah. him down the hill. I can't bear the ute anymore. My elder, as my eldest son, He's it's now your yeah. responsibility. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a wheat field. I'd love you to plow afterwards as well, if you have a sec. So we we loaded up the back of his Ute with uh, grain waste, and we we loaded up my trailer with grain waste as well, right? And we took it. We took a trip to the the tip. Uh, we go in. Um, I'm going to give you a bit of a no. Actually, I won't give you the hint here. Uh, we were charged extra for how much that we brought in, right? And also the guy rather mm-hmm. suspiciously asked, is this your waste or is, is this commercial or private? I was like, it's private, it's just my backyard. I was like, okay. Came back the second time and he was like, any more loads coming? I'm like, no, no, this is it. He's like, right, and this is from your backyard. I was like, yes. And Because he, he couldn't believe, right, how much we'd brought. Would you? I would like you to guess in kilograms, right? I'll, I'll convert this to, okay. to pounds for all of the uh, 
the Americans listening here. Well, okay, look, in a, in a unit of your choice, right? Guess how many, guess how much garden waste we took to the tip? Hmm. 700 kilograms. Yeah, and this is why I'm playing this game because every single person that I have asked this has so wildly underestimated it. I did try and I, because I hate when I'm like, yes, and someone's like, way too high. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. like 10,000. So Just I did try air low. You did air low. You erred less than half, Dennis. We Oof. took Oof. 1,700 kilograms of green waste to the tip. You took just shy of two metric tons. Nearly two tons. That's nearly 4,000 pounds, right? We took, I, I couldn't believe it. But mostly because I'd carried most of it out to the trailer and the ute. I couldn't believe that I carried that much stuff. Yeah, that doesn't add up, right? Like those things had to have gotten onto the truck from your arms, exactly. right? Exactly. And I was like, there's no way I've carried a, 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 over a ton and a half of stuff in, in a few days. But that's what it said. That's what they charged us for anyway. And if he had his finger on the scale, I'll tell you this, it must have been a very bloody strong finger. But here's the thing, dude. Like no. I um I, I when I used to do um lifting, and I'm trying to run and stuff more now. You if you when you're doing different exercises, right? And if you have all these apps to track it, um, mm. you can put in your weight and your reps, obviously, and it'll give you a total at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? This happens as well with running, where it's like, oh, you know, I run just five k's, and then after a after a month, it's like, oh, you've run sixty kilometers. I was like, oh, geez, so I have. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But weight adds up in a weird way. So, like, I remember I went and found one here in the app that's from, like, November, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like I did some leg press, some hammer curls, some overhead press, and some lap pull downs, mm -hmm. right? And it totals up to 11,000 kilograms. Okay. Good luck doing that in one go. You're cheating. You're doing it bit by bit. True. My PR is not 11 metric tons. Well, my PR isn't also 60 kilometers in one go as well. So maybe, yeah, you didn't maybe pick up all anything. of the trees yeah. either. Yeah. But I could, honestly, I couldn't believe it. So you get to the tip, you drive onto a way bridge, right? And the guy was so surprised by him because I, I went, so, so this guy was full of suspicion, right? Because at the green waste mm. thing, you have so to- So what did he think was happening? He thought you were collecting for the people many, many charging things. them to do it? Many, many things. Let me walk you through it. Yeah. When, you go to the, when you go to the tip, right? If, it's, if they can do a visual inspection of what you've got, right? They'll just let it's you- Same here, yeah. They, they'll just charge you for whatever it is you're bringing in. And there are different rates depending on what it is. If it's just regular house. Like if you, let's say you're- um, you're moving house, right? And you're just bringing a washing machine and a bunch of junk that's being thrown, like just general waste, right? You get charged a certain rate and they'll eyeball, they go, great, in you come, right? Green waste, heavily, heavily discounted, right? Like 25% mm. of what uh, what regular waste is. Well, it's it's compostable, right? Well, they, like, they, they, mul they mulch it. They turn to mulch and then, they, yeah. and then they sell the mulch. So really they should be paying me, mm -hmm. but I wasn't going to split hairs. Mm. We go in, this guy... So the limit for, for the, the regular um, rate is 500 kilograms. We go in with like over 700 in the first in the first load. And he's like, what you got in there? I was like, green waste. He's like, 700 kilos of it? I'm like, yep. And he goes, okay, anything else? I'm like, no, green waste. And he's like, right. Because obviously he thought that we were smuggling in, you know, a fridge or something that we were trying to get rid of because that's what you could do, I guess. If you were unscrupulous, you could cover up heavier household waste with the green waste, right? But no, we weren't doing that. Second time we come back with nearly a ton, right, he is now extremely suspicious. And he's like, what's in there? I'm like, green waste. It's like, it's very heavy. I'm like, it's mostly logs. And he's like, really? He gets out, has a look. You can see that there are a lot of logs. He's like, oh, okay. But yeah, they, they weigh- any, any political rivals in there? <laughs> they weigh you on the way in and then they weigh you on the way out and then they charge you based on that, right? So we got charged like per kilogram over 500 kilos. So it's 
remarkably inefficient. We should have like unhitched the trailer, weighed that, hand pulled the trailer and been like different load, different payment here. We would have saved Dennis tens of cents. I would have imagined. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, you know, this guy was was fully convinced that we were the, on the shonk because the other thing that he kept asking us was if it was commercial approach. Because if you if you're if you're a, like a business, then you have to pay commercial rates for bringing in your um your your waste. Really bringing in. A bunch every day, not just once every two years. I, I don't know what it is, but a household's get a discount, and that's fine. And honestly, in the first place, I have no problem char like when the when the council comes to me and is like, "You owe us this money," I'm like, "Pay it, right?" Like I have no problem paying the local government because they do so much more good than they do harm, right? It's very difficult to argue. Like you can have problems with federal government, state governments, even with some of the ide- ideology, but like the. The local government, it they, they empty your bins and keep the libraries open, right? Like, they're not perpetrating large-scale political evil. Mm, yes. I really don't have much of a problem paying the, the local council. Especially, right, do you know what happened a couple of, uh, couple of months? It was last year. Um, I was driving along the road. There was a swastika that someone had, like, spray-painted on the middle of a road, and I was not having that. So, okay. so I called the, the council, kind of expecting them to just be like, oh, yeah, right, man, okay, you haven't got anything better to do with your life. Called them up. And they said, okay, no worries, where is it? Gave him the, gave him the location where it was. It's like, okay, well, uh, we'll have someone look into it, right? I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting anything. It was gone the next day. Gone the next well, day. They, you know what they did, Riley? They mobilized the people from that Minecraft server to go take care of it, I have to imagine. <laughs> no, That's going to be what they did. Because they didn't destroy the road, they just painted over. They didn't take out a perfectly cubic yeah, you come back, it's all raised. A meter of, of road out. It was a pothole now that everyone had to avoid. No, and I was so impressed by that, right? I was so impressed. And then I got an email following it up, right? Being like, hey, the uh, we want to thank you for your complaint. It's been dealt with. If there are any further issues, don't hesitate to contact wow. us. Wow. And I was like, holy moly, right? So now the council rates come Practice around and I'm work. just like, Oh, and that's the thing. I get the I get the bill for the for council rates in my mail, and I'm like, have the money, please go and 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 paint over more swastikas, right? Love it, fantastic. You, you go, you're, you're going out and spray painting a couple yourself just to get just, your money's just worth, to right? get my money's worth. <laughs> exactly, Dennis. I'm going out. You know, that, that, that's that's only the, that's the, and that's just the beginning. Um, no, anyway, mornings. Yeah, you're like, hey, can I get? <laughs> you're like, hey, can I have it spray paint? Can I get? What's the best move to get spray paint? Please. That's the thing. When I'm there picking up the uh, the chainsaw, Dennis, I go straight. It's interesting, actually. They have all the spray paint locked up, right? Like behind a, I was going to say a paywall. I guess that's what it is. But you have to get a, a member of staff to come and help you unlock the cabinet with the yeah. spray paint. Chainsaws, though, you walk out with one of them. No worries. That's an odd one, yeah. yeah. I guess I, I think I would hope if a fourteen-year-old comes in trusted by a chainsaw, you'd be like, "Hmm, hang on." Yeah. Well, the other thing is you can't, you know, just put a chainsaw under your jacket and walk out with it. So I suppose there's also that element of it as well. Um, That's true too. Anyway, huge success. The visit from Dad got a lot of stuff done. Um, watched a bunch of Dad films, Lock, Stock, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. You know, classics like that. Films that Megan wouldn't have any interest in watching. So we well, we got through a bunch of them as well. And uh, it was really good. And I was sorry to see him go. I hope he'll be up here again. I, I really enjoyed uh, spending time with dad and and just sort of, it always feels like we're doing like stuff that is not on his level, but do you know what I mean? Like we're doing the things that he is cut out to do. He's not coming up here and playing Halo with me, which is fine, but it's nice to do that with him. Even if we don't have a lot in common culturally, it's nice for him to come up and help me with stuff that I would just be clueless about otherwise. I've managed to break through that a little bit with my parents in that, like, we play Catan sometimes. Oh, wow. And like, yeah. oh, let's go. That's sick. That is sick. Yes. And um, it brew- It clearly tests my parents' marriage more than escaping a war zone did, I think. Yeah, you 100%. said that it really brings out the worst in them, right? 
I don't know about the worst. I would say I would say the most ruthless. Mm, mm. It's you know, jury's out on whether that's a desirable quality or not. I would say it's a desirable quality in like I don't know, a drill sergeant, and not so much a family board game night. Yeah. But whatever it is, yeah. what it is. Not your not your sweet old mum and your poor old dad. Yeah, they do. Um, my dad especially does become a little bit of a child sometimes when it comes to board games in 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 an interesting way. Mm. Like we'll be playing Ticket, I'll, I'll try to get them to play Ticket to Ride, and he'd be like, "This game sucks," and then he starts winning. Or more accurately, my mom starts losing, and he'll yeah. be like, "Hold on, maybe oh, there's something maybe, to maybe this maybe game. Something to, maybe this game isn't isn't actually as very. Maybe this is more skill based than I thought." Um, or very common and this is this is premium parent fodder i'll bust out Catan. they'll be like i've never played this game before in my entire life and i'm like guys you spent a week playing this non-stop months i've never seen this before in my life i'm like okay okay selective memories oh dennis maybe just getting old you know the uh the cognitive maybe. faculties starting to fall apart a little bit terrible maybe um anyway no more ads anymore on the show um so we don't have to put oh, a yeah. weird break in the middle um no no more ads so i'm well, sorry that the fifth- this is a fitting episode for it riley because my uh, my topic is a very clean continuation of yours very good so we can jump straight into it and dennis uh, allow me to apologize that you won't be furnished with the fifteen dollars sixty that the podcast made you every month from the ad revenue did i were you even sending me that no i wasn't and you haven't sent no me way. patreon money in months as well so whatever oh we'll just call it even yes yeah, call it even why don't we just call it even? <laughs> no the ads really really never took off uh and now we've moved over to acast thanks for having us acast by the way um and yeah no ads on no ads on the uh on the, the plan that i've signed up for with acast for to have a listen to this so you can listen ad free uh which i think most we're listeners were doing too. before because they weren't really doing a very good job of putting the ads on the show anyway um no. So what what have you been going to what is it what what was it? Duggies? Woodies, Woodies, Woodies. So we painted our place recently. And by recently I mean like a week ago. And painted everything. Basically every surface that was a wall or a ceiling in the house. So hang on, uh, I guess we didn't technically paint the ceiling in the room. You painted it? You actually painted it or you got people in? Ah, bah, 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 no, 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 please. Please. Please, Dennis. Come on. One I wouldn't trust myself. First of all, to like not get it on the skirt, to like paint yeah. the skirting yeah, boards yeah. correctly, paint or the get carpet it on the light switches, paint the carpet a little bit, yeah. Or second of all, the sitting room is like twenty feet high. Mm. I'm not. What am I, Michelangelo? I'm not getting up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis, so we called a guy. You, you, a, you remember? You remember the sixty-five inch television and a, and a, a four-slice toaster? That's not the sort of person who paints his own house. Come on. Let me tell you how embarrassed I was when the guys came in to do the painting and I had to help them lift the 65-inch television off the wall to paint behind it. So that was a very humbling yep. moment in a weird way. Yeah, 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 I bet it was. I bet they love that. But I discovered something that I think you would... Well, it's interesting. I think you would like and there is a concept and then potentially be disappointed by it. Ah, so so, so, the, so um, very much cutting a log with a chainsaw. Yes. Um... We have to. So the first step of painting is you get some quotes. So guys come in, they're like, "Yeah, this will cost this much. This cost this much." Mm-hmm. In my experience, you get two different people in. One of them quotes literally double what the other one does, which makes it a very easy decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go and you pick out paints. Mm-hmm. So, Riley, how do you think you pick out paints when you're painting? In have you painted anything? Me, your, me your personally, or just what? How does one do it? Because I can tell you how, how, how I would one? do it. Okay. Well, how would you do I it? don't know how general people would do it, but how I would do it is I would ask Megan, what color would you like? And then whatever she picks, I would say, okay, that sounds fine. You're missing out on some fun here. But the, the, so Dennis, we, okay. When dad was last here, not the time, not this time, the time before that, we went into, we, we ripped the wallpaper off Megan's room, right? Megan had some wallpaper in her room she didn't like, mm-hmm. ripped it down. 
and went to paint the wall white. So we went to Bunnings to get some white paint and we get there and it's like, oh, do you want snow white, brilliant white, off white, egg white, this white, that white? What? Like, what? What? I had to call the previous Mm -hmm. owners and I said like, because dad and Megan were arguing about which white it was. So I just called the previous owners like, hey, when you painted the, what white did you say? Oh, brilliant white. I'm like, great. So we got brilliant white. Neither of them thought it was brilliant white. Dad was on off white (laughs) and Megan was on egg white or whatever, right? Neither of them thought it was brilliant white. What's funny is that you probably are the least qualified That's what I'm saying. on the color spectrum to make this discernment. And this is why when I go and have these, these like when I'm, when I'm involved with color or paint or anything like that, if I'm not doing, I'm not doing the old, oh, ball and chain, buddy, well, you keep the, keep the wife happy. Like I'm not, that's not why I'm asking Megan. I'm saying Megan can pick because I've got no idea because she'll be like, oh, what about a nice blue? Go and get us a nice blue. And I'll come back with a hot pink and say, what do you think of this, Megan? Well, hang on. You're not that colorblind. I'm pretty colorblind, dude. I couldn't tell the difference between, I can't tell the difference between blue and purple. Mm, yeah okay that is not right as opposed to multiple shades of blue megan, one thing that megan yeah, says yeah. whenever it comes to decorating anything right when it comes to the art on the walls when it comes to anything that we put in the house she really doesn't like and it's fair enough she really doesn't like how bright everything that i have is right so i've got like some zelda like art colorful on the wall. it's all colorful yeah. and bright she's like it's too much it doesn't go and i'm like i want to see color like i need i need it to be this bright to see it and when you're painting a room oh, you want sad. very subtle and very do you know what I mean? Yes. Right? So when Megan's like, oh, if Megan's like, let's paint this wall blue, I would go and get like a bright blue, like a blue, like a proper blue. Whereas what she is wanting is like a, like a really light, dusky, very, like a hint of blue, right? Which I don't see as blue mm-hmm. because I don't have enough color perception to be able to see that. It could be gray or pink or anything, right? So mm-hmm. that's the way that I would handle it is I would be like, what color do you want, Megan? Great. That sounds fine. Let's do that. Uh, but how do most people so do what it? They have... They've got like swatches, right? Well, like they... you get the strips and they've got different colors and all the exciting names on them. Well, there's, that's one way to do it. If they have swatches, but now what they have Riley, which I was all over mm. is they have these little things about the size of a cassette tape, right? Okay. And it's a tiny paint roller with a little bit of paint in it for you to bring home, go on uh, your wall and just paint a stripe. But that's so useless. And, and what that from then you're supposed to imagine what the whole room looks like. Well, what you do is, yeah. first of all, they're like a euro each. So I was like, let's get 15. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go. Okay. May as well so have some fun only by how many before I... we actually paint the, thing, uh, paint the room properly. All right, fair enough. Well, what we did was we we did the little the little stripes on all the different rooms we were painting. Yeah. And I, I wrote next to them in pencil what each color was. Yeah, right? And this was right before New Year's. So we had a bunch of people over for New Year's. And then I just got people to vote. That's very cool. That's that. That's that. Actually, like, that does sound think? like a lot of fun. I would enjoy. It. That sounds like a lot of fun. Just because you're doing something you're not normally but, allowed to do, like drawing and painting on the walls, you know. Oh, there's such. Uh, first of all, I mucked it up immediately. Didn't didn't shake it properly, whatever, and started dripping down the wall. And Nikki was like, "You're not allowed to use the little paint rollers anymore." <laughs> and my, much like your dad in the chainsaw, I was heartbroken. Yeah, of course. Dude. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Oshin had the same problem as you yeah. in that he has this I think Oshin's slightly less colorblind than you I think he's like a, diff- a different type where he can't tell shades apart but I was, so I was like which one of these blues do you think is the best and he was like shut and up and they're all man. just the what same they're all exactly the same yeah, yeah of course yeah but we did so I think you remember when we did the I think I talked about the podcast when we got all our floors changed it was right after I'd come back from a big trip mm. like we arrived back on Sunday and they came in on the Monday to rip it all the floors yes. did the same thing again foolish learned nothing came back from New York on Sunday Monday morning, 8 a.m., jet lag tired. Hang on. Hang on. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, we're here to paint. You, you complained about this exact thing to me on the podcast. 
Yep. Yep. What were you thinking? Yeah, I'm sure I did. Why did why? What? Because you make these plans. But when you were making that plan, why didn't you go, hang on, I've done this before and it sucked? I guess Nikki was like, is Monday fine? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Obviously so Nikki not really missed it too. Either. Nikki's a lot smarter than you and she missed it as well? Yeah, I don't know. What's going on with the um, two of you? But we did it anyway. Okay. And they come in. I think you need to bring a third person into your relationship, dude, when it comes to planning this sort of well, stuff. That's a, conver- that's, a, that's a big conversation. No, to, I think to, it's time for you to sit down and talk about adding, you know, adding someone into your marriage when it comes to organizing the logistics of your calendar. Like, what is going on? You bring me in for a second. I'm going to go, well, don't do that. Wait a week. Wait two days. What? what? The actual, well, the actual answer is it's, it's uh, I'm terrible at that Yeah. through weaponized male incompetence. Yeah. So it's all on Nikki's plate yeah. and she can't bat a thousand yeah. is yeah. the actual yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the perfect situation um, for you because you can just play that whole like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know what I was doing. And so now it's Nikki's fault as well. Masterfully, masterfully played. An, Outstanding uh, move. An excellent impression, excellent impression of me. Yeah. Uncanny, honestly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Yogi this, Bear. This is me having turned off the filter that I put on all of Dennis's recordings to make him sound like a normal human. Yeah, what do you mean? We didn't do a filter to use our recordings. So anyway, with the, by the painter's guy, the painter guys, they came in. I sound a little bit like Yogi Bear and a little bit like I'm in witness protection. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, go on. Um, the guys arrive on the Monday. Mm. They move everything out. Um, first of all, we hadn't prepared the house as much as they had kind of expected us to, which I was quite embarrassed about. Wait, where did they move? Where did um, they move the stuff to? Like they move when they're painting the sitting and they move all the, they move as much of that into the middle of the room or into the hall and they throw sheets over the and stuff, hall. You know? Yeah, Dennis, there's not enough room in your hall to swing a cat, and you have a cat. Not that I've swung him, but like, what? Oh, the cat! By the way, oh, the cat would love, didn't it. care for these loud men who honestly stand up guys. They came in, they brought the radio, a song would come on the radio, and then two hours later they'd still be just singing it. Literally, like, they would just be singing, hanging out. It was a vibe. They, I would love to work for this were guy. They from, were they nice. from the Balkans? Did you get to do your secret uh, language trick? No, it was an Irish, no, it was an Irish two Irish dudes. Oh. You need to learn Irish. You need to be like, Jeff, speak fluent Irish, and then you can have a secret language with him as well. We went to a gig last night, which I'll talk about in the podcast in a week, and one of the guys in this new metal band that was playing mm. was... It's like, oh, you know, we're from a lot of different places. We're from Kildare, Longford, also Croatia. And Larum was like, I wonder which one's Croatian. I was like, that guy. It's that guy. Look at the head <laughs> yeah, on him. Yeah, it's yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we looked it up and we were all dead 100%. 100% accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, Spot the crow. Like, you can bet a thousand on that one. Yeah. It was like Brad Comerford and like, and Breffney Thomas and, and Jonathan Glazer, whatever, and Thomas Lava Rabidich. And I was like, yeah. there you go. There yeah, he is. On drums. Yeah. I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's him. Um, but there was an interesting side effect. Uh, first of all, I felt very judged for some of my possessions, not just like the six inch TV, but also like this big Magic the Gathering in lo- enlarged oh, card yeah, I have. Ether Storm wall. Rock, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Where do you want the bird?" And I was like, "Oh, whatever. Let's just put it away. <laughs> it's fine." Um, actually, that was a uh, it was a draft rare that was pretty good back in the day, and I think it saw some fringe constructed play. They would have loved hearing that. But I got it as a preview card, yeah. a pat, yeah. Where do you want this, like, Magic the Gathering, Ixalan, Brave the Unknown poster? Where do you want this Metal Gear Solid art to go back, you know? Oh, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they got that. They were like, oh, this is, this looks like, was this given to you? It's a very thoughtful gift. And then we had the, oh, the problem, Riley, where we emptied out our drinks cabinet, and they were like, 
you like to like a drink, huh? And I was like, not really. If I if I did, I have less of yeah, it. You know what thing. I mean? Yeah, well, like, you've got a full drinks. You've got a, you've got an embarrassingly full drinks cabinet, right? Like you've got overflow. So for them to say, oh, you like your well, drinks? Absolutely. Like, no, I don't at all. This is the problem. Do you? Do you want some? Can you yeah, paint drunk? Do you please? Literally, I was like, if you guys want tea, coffee, rum, yeah. whatever, yeah. please. You want, you want tea, it. coffee, an old fashioned, right? a Long Island iced tea? Please, just take it. <laughs> Um, so how did it go? How long so did they that, took all the stuff. Yeah, go, go. Four days. Oh, that's a lot. Long time. Your apartment's Well, they painted, you know, everything. Yeah. It's not even like the apartment's that big. It's a nice apartment. The The walls are huge in yeah. the city group. Yeah, there's a lot of surface area. And they yeah, painted the ceiling, which has all that like stucco work on it. So they had to like get in and paint around the flower oh, and all that stuff. true, because it's like that old Victorian style or whatever, where they've got like very intricate. Um, Georgian, yeah. Very intricate. I don't know what you call them. My dad would know. Architraves. No idea. It's it's called stucco. It's called stucco work. Okay. Well, there you go. You knew. Um, I so knew because of Nikki, by the way. That's not how, me. How but they, then, then how did they get up there? Big old ladders. But then, did they lie down like Michelangelo, or were they were they holding their arms up? No, I think I think they craned their necks. I don't think it was long oh, enough to lie down to Michelangelo. That would hurt was, not only your neck but yeah, also your rough. arm. Your arm. Yeah, yeah. We were rough. I remember um, we had. But they um, did all that. They did all that in the first day. Uh, when Mr. Flanagan was away one time in maths, we had Mr. Ganella. Oh, he and he was inarguably everyone's favorite maths. He was so good, right? Um, and just to prove a point, I don't know why he did this, but he bet Harley Hefford a dollar that he couldn't stand, uh, and the can of coke that he couldn't stand at the front of the the um, the classroom for the entire forty-three minute lesson, holding a can of can of coke at arm's mm-hmm. length. And Harley was like, well, I can do that. It's only 40 minutes. It's only can of coke. There's no way. You can't do that. He bombed that up for like seven minutes. In primary school one time, we had a competition where everyone had to stand with their arms raised over their head and whoever um, um, won some prize at the end or whatever. Because I assume the teacher forgot to do the lesson plan for the day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You you would know. Is that the case? I was going to say, that sounds like uh, like it was a slow day in the the lesson planning department there. So that's a good way to to kill 10 minutes. Um, Um, But when they put the stuff back... I'm sure it was terrible. There was two of them, so maybe they did it in shifts. I don't know. Yeah, right. um, but look, honestly, the guys did a fantastic job. Yeah. Really, well, really crushed it. Extremely Where, happy with what them. are their names? How do they get in contact with them? I don't know. It's it's a Nikki fandom online. It's a guy. What his name is? Fran. I can. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. Let's go. Fran Painter. Double. Um, you may be able to find him actually. Fran Painter. Um, Fran the artist. Probably not that. Fran Murphy painting. Oh, that seems correct. Fran Murphy painting, decorating yeah, double. Pro- quality, probably. Quality painting probably. at affordable prices. Turn your house into an exotic place to live in with our proficient painting service. Sounds great. I if you have a lack of time, skill, or desire to paint your home, but you want the best result for your investment, our painting and decorating service is tailored to your needs. You know what I really like about this? They're being very honest. They don't say that they're the best. They say that you are going to get a good return on your investment. You are going to pay... Yeah, they're results. like, you don't want to do this or you're going to stuff it up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. I like this guy a lot. I like uh, this guy a lot. His his website also has sort of a, a bit of an old Geocities feel to it as well. There's some animation and oh, stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm into I'm that. I'm sure there was a time where I played some music automatically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would have had to get rid of that. Uh, oh, and we've got we've got images that are being cropped incorrectly. We've got like, oh, this is, uh, this is a great, this is a real trip down memory lane. I'm loving this. Anyway, give him a call. 87 263 Fran Murphy Fran Murphy Painting at Outlook.com. 
I'm, I hope Nikki would tell me. I hope it's the right friend. Anyway, um, there was an interesting side effect of this whole thing, which is that not only did we come back on the Sunday, we also had left on the Friday morning and they hadn't quite finished. So we left from a key and we're like, hey, you know, we're leaving this morning. Um, pop the keys in the letterbox. You guys have been great. Here's your money. Goodbye. Right. Mm. Um, so they put the, and to their credit, they didn't actually have to do this. They put a ton of stuff back. You know, they could have just been like, it's painted. We're leaving. But no, yeah. they were like, oh, we'll put these things back on the wall. That's nice. They didn't quite remember everything went. Yeah. The medical um, thing into so the bedroom some- and Nikki's like, I'm not having this. Get it out. Well, close. Um, they also didn't quite remember what was hung up on the wall. It was just like stuff what I had that was framed that wasn't actually up anywhere and was uh-huh. just like under a couch. Because at the end, they were like, here's a bunch of framed things. I guess we'll put them up. So pride of place in the hall right now is Ral Zarek. <laughs> you know, I think I forgot <laughs> I had just a print of a planeswalker. And I'm like, why is this? Okay. Oh, that's great. That's, oh, you should leave that now because it's, it's painting and interior decorating. You know, like they know what they're doing. friend knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's like, this is better for the Feng Shui. Yeah, it maybe. really ties the room together. It really ties the room together. Exactly. I don't know, dude. I, I would hi- It's not something you mentioned, like your dad is like a stuck, get stuck in DIY kind of guy. Hmm. We ordered some ch- some new dining room chairs because our, our chairs kept, well, our chairs just reached the end of their tether. Like th- two more, two of them broke at New Year's and they never broke before. And I was like, all right, it's time. Yeah. We're done. Uh-huh. You know, we can't possibly keep doing this. And the chairs were like idiot proof. So the chairs came, you know, you'd open the chair, it would be just the chair bit. In the base of the chair would be the two legs. You'd screw them in with an Allen key they gave you. Ikea, Ikea, N plus one, a level above Ikea, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the absolute maximum level of DIY everyone have to do. I don't think I'm ever going to paint a house myself. No, ever. I wouldn't. There's I wouldn't no way. Like the other thing about that is, like, there's so much that can go wrong with it. Like, it's, yeah. you try to paint, like, not only is it a ton of work, but also, like, you're so likely to stuff it up if you're not an expert. I wouldn't I wouldn't go anywhere near it. I also don't have any of the stuff. By the time, and it, this is, like, an economies of, like, time thing. Mm. By the time I bought, like, the ladders and the sheets and the rollers, I was like, okay, well, this is not even worth it. I'm not yeah. even saving money anymore. But, yeah. of course, if you, then the next time you do have all the stuff. So Yeah, but when's the next time you're going to paint your house? What are you going to do it every year? I would, I would certainly hope not. Although, let me tell you, those little paint paint swatch things oh, yeah. were pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, next time so... you go to next time you go to Dukies or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna pick up some of them just out of temptation. It's like, oh, just just just, I'll do a little bit behind the couch. No one will, no one will know, and then yeah, no one will ever know. Exactly. Now I just am a five year old drawing on the walls. Yeah, by the way, the entire, veneer of adulthood has completely fallen away. Your entire house is gonna look like a boiled sweet with lines all all across the walls. I would recommend anybody who's thinking about painting. Um, it's very fun to get the little swatches because there's there's something because you, you know you're going to paint the walls. Well, it doesn't matter that it's covered in blue. If, if I was, knew I was going to paint, I'd be I'd be absolutely jacking the walls. You wouldn't believe. It. I'd I'd go to town on them. I'd I, you know what I'd do? I'd I'd try to paint a mural just just on the off chance it looked amazing, and then when it didn't, I'd right, paint over that. And you want to keep it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, perfect, 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 perfect. Oh well, I'm glad the painting went well, Dennis. Uh, I did. And um, what? Well, so what? Hang on. Let's let's. Go back to where we start. What color is it now? It's mostly Georgian cream. Gross. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, which is just like the, it's very similar to the, like the bay, like the creamy color we had in like the sitting room stuff before. Okay. The office I'm with in now is a stork feather gray, which is uh, just a gray to match the curtains and stuff, which is very very nice. And the bedroom is some blue. I can't remember which one. Okay. Uh, so but again, it is it is a Megan blue, not a Riley blue. Georgian cream looks green to me. Oh boy! Um, but I assume it's not. 
Uh, it's a no. It's a, like it's just a very yeah. boring soft color. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Doesn't I don't know what color it was before, but why did you why did you paint it in the first place? It was just cracked in a bunch of places. Like especially the stuff on the ceiling. Like it was just cracked and peeling That's in a bunch so of places. That's so funny. No one, I, I've been to your house a bunch of times. Never noticed that. Never noticed that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm no, there were some really, really big cracks and like patches missing and stuff. That was the main reason. Mm. Not anymore. Not after Franz come in and he's sorted you right out, mate. Franz come in and he has Georgian creamed all over the place. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter the the download numbers show up all the same so whatever suckers but if you did enjoy this show please tell your friends about it and uh, look tell people that aren't your friends tell acquaintances and even your enemies again that downloads show up all the same uh and if you want to support the show if you really like the show this much you can uh, support us on patreon patreon.com slash have a listen to this and get access to uh behind the scenes stuff early early access to episodes all sorts of things uh we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 